Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com drink. That's helixsleep.com drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hello. Hi. Fresh. Hi. Hi, Fresh. How are you? That's like knockoff Hello Fresh. It's like, <laughs> hi, clean. Hi, healthy. I don't know. Howdy. Okay, sorry. Howdy, vegetables. I haven't um, finished my coffee today. Um, and also, I look like this, and I'm sorry about that. So, uh, Welcome to February. Ooh. We've done it. It's probably cold where you are. Yes. It's cold where we are. It's colder than normal. This yeah. is like the first time in a long time where I'm not screaming at Christine that I'm dying of heat exhaustion. I was, I was thinking that this morning. I was like, finally, and we'll shut up about the no air conditioning. It is so wildly hot in the summer. I can't breathe recording in here. So I'm really enjoying like my vacation from that. Um, <laughs> so happy February. We've made it one whole month. We are a 12th done with 2020. Whoa, crazy. Um and here are some listener stories for you. For those of you, if this is your first listener's episode, welcome. Um, this is the part where we tell your stories. Yes. And uh, apparently last month I demanded the theme. I actually remember it this time of soulmate stories. Yes. Like how Jim Harold has his show about soulmate stories. Usually Christine will demand a theme with or without being told to usually, uh, request one. And by when M, when M says usually, they mean always. Well, they mean within the last six months, because this is a new development I've created. Right. Christine this requested it one time, and then she just it fucking worked. ran with it. And I requested a, the most random. I requested cowboy stories, and it actually worked. So then I was like, okay, let's keep playing. So now they are themed. The first two years of this, they were not themed. <laughs> but the theme of this year is to continue the theme, I suppose. Also, I keep saying this, and I think no one believes me, but like, we don't have to do a theme. Like, truly... Also, to Eva, if something comes in, you're like, this is a great story. Don't be like, well, it doesn't fit Christine's theme. Oh, right. <laughs> the dictator Christine's theme. Um, because I don't want to be that person. So uh, if you would like to submit your own personal true crime and or paranormal stories, you can send them to and that's where we drink dot. Uh, nope. Not in that's where drink dot com. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Right. Now that we've got the listeners. Did you catch that? All that. Right. All. Down. Oh, my God. And that's what we could email us. At, and that's where we drink at Gmail dot com. Or you can go through the website right. and there's a submission arrow area yeah i put a submission area on the website in case you'd rather do it that way and uh if you are to email us 
uh, please make sure that you write listener story and potentially the theme in the subject line so it's easier for Eva to find for us. Yeah, that would be great. All right. So this theme, Christine, is? Soulmate stories. Soulmate stories. So I'm going to start out with one from Courtney, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Courtney. I appreciate you. Uh Courtney's story is called A Ghostly Gettysburg Soulmate. Oh, this is meant for you. I always it forget is. Eva puts these in order. I was like, what are the odds? <laughs> oh, right. Eva knows. I do love a good story about Gettysburg. I grew up in Virginia, and one of our big, one of the, like, the big things that all of our teachers cared the most about was Gettysburg. So, And Emma's is slowly becoming that adult as well. So, Yes. Yeah, exactly. You here, get it. here we are. Uh, also, like, I'm aware Gettysburg isn't, like, part of Virginia, but it was part of the Virginia yeah. curriculum very intensely. In my head, it feels like they're close. Pennsylvania and Virginia are definitely closer than California and Pennsylvania, so. See, this is... You, I don't know if you knew that. You learn a lot on this show. Sometimes you learn nothing at all. Sometimes you learn negative, like you <laughs> learn things that are wrong. Sometimes you learn that you always knew, and we don't. <laughs> Sometimes you learn that you're smarter than us. Okay. That's most of the time. So here's Courtney's story. Oh, my glasses. I, 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 I took mine off because they're so What's going gross, on? and now I'm, bl I'm blind. My stupid face. I'm like, probably can't staring like things. a deer in the headlights, so I'm sorry. Maybe you can show everyone your baby browns. <laughs> okay. So and my undone eyebrows. Very attractive. <laughs> your unruly face in general. Okay. So uh, Courtney says, Hello, Christine M. Eva Fur Babies and Petrified Fruits. Yay. I am so excited that I finally have a story that meets Christine's demands. Just kidding, Christine. I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. I have a soulmate story for you. A few years back, I was walking around the Gettysburg battlefields with a few friends. We were hanging around Devil's Den when I decided to go off on my own into a secluded wooded area. Okay, Courtney. First of all, you're about to learn something on this show, and mm. it's don't do that. Mm -mm. I guess it leads to your soulmate in this story, so <laughs> right. maybe, ba maybe bad advice. Uh, while I was there, I had a feeling that something was following me, so mm. I decided to take some pictures. I stood in one spot, then spun in a circle while holding down the capture button, so it continuously took pictures. Ooh, Ooh like got a burst while you were moving. Sure. I, see. I asked out loud, is anybody here? If, uh, if there is, can you show yourself? Nothing seemed to happen, so I left and got and caught up with my friends. Later, I was flipping through my pictures when I found something that made my heart drop into my stomach, and it was an orb. I know this because in the frame right before and after, there was nothing there. Fast forward a few months, I went back with some friends and a paranormal investigator. We were using dowsing rods, mm, which Christine loves. My favorite. Which led us to the Samish area where I took my pictures. I didn't tell anybody in the group about the picture I got, so when we were led to this spot, I had major butterflies in my stomach. I tried to use the rods to communicate because we had great success earlier, but now they weren't working. One friend who was with us is a medium and told us that there was a spirit that wanted uh, to talk to me Ugh. through her and not the rods. Ugh. Yikes. Oh, God. He told her that he followed me into the woods because I reminded him of his wife back home and that he showed himself when I asked because he felt like I was his soulmate. Wow. So you were a ghost soulmate. I have goose cam. Wow. I do too. Big time. I really don't, didn't know what to say. So I just asked him a bunch of questions. I learned that his name is Steven. I think that he likes strawberry ice cream. <laughs> Precious. <laughs> I like, I was like, I think he does. Yeah, I'm, I can't be sure. Mm. Uh, I truly believe in soulmates, but this event really confused me because I am so in love with my husband and I was always 100% sure that he was my soulmate. 
but now I have this ghost who's telling me that we are soulmates, and I'm still pretty sure that my husband is my soulmate for many reasons. Maybe because he's alive. Um, <laughs> that helps. Uh, but oh. I still think about Stephen every once in a while. I have attached the picture of my ghostly soulmate. Stay spooky, funny, and weird, my friends. P.S. If I can find a traveling companion, I'll see you in Philly. P.S.S. When I was uploading the picture to th- this email, I noticed that the photo was taken at 12, 17, 17 is my lucky number so that's very Aww. weird to me damn okay i will say uh, my personal belief which nobody has to well okay first of all side note maybe that spirit was confused or lost still and like thought you were the wife you know what right I mean? like, like you could have just looked like his soulmate. right he could have been wrong or like confused or but also interesting that maybe we have different soulmates in different realms. That's what I was going to say, because I feel I've learned in my spiritual journey. Here that we go. One of the theories is that our, that we are like not one whole between every life. Like you can kind of split. You can kind of um, be multiple in multiple places. Like I, your soul is more malleable than you think maybe is what I, I've learned along the way. So perhaps this is a different layer of soulmate. Who knows? I'm yeah. I'm also a, a large believer that soulmate doesn't mean romance. Exactly. Like, ever, Twin flame. Yeah. We can, uh, you know, you can be a soulmate to someone in a platonic way too, mm-hmm. where you're just soul ties Look or at us. meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> we were meant to be Christine. <laughs> and I think I also very much believe that we have soulmates that follow us in each life. Agreed. And maybe it's a different relationship next Great. time. Like maybe next time you're my shitty kid. Uh, I Christine, sure hope so. Cause I will put you through hell. <laughs> maybe you did in the last time. And I was like, I hope we're best friends in the next life just to piss you <laughs> yeah. off. And then we, this happened. That would explain a lot actually. <laughs> so I think soulmates can mean many things. I agree. I and maybe that agree. was actually your soulmate in another life. Who's still waiting for you. So you can go uh-huh. into the next life together. Or maybe that's your husband in the past, and he's just, <gasps> he's still there somehow spiritually. Steven, your old husband's just hanging out with his strawberry ice cream, waiting for you to find him again. Does your husband like strawberry ice cream, maybe? Mm. Who's to say? Thank you, Courtney, for your story. Thank you. I'm going to put my glass on like I'm an old person. Hold on. <laughs> Let me put on my Ritas. <laughs> my Ritas. <laughs> it's too dark in here. I can't see a thing. My bifocals. <laughs> Somebody turn on a goddamn light. My parents, I swear to God, they're like, the second they walk in somewhere, they're like, you can't see anything. I'm like, okay, calm down, first of all. Okay. Um, this one is from Ellie. She, her. Hi, Ellie. Uh, subject is a twofer, a love story, and a badass grandparent from the Beyond the Grave. Love a good badass grandparent from Beyond the Grave. So, yeah, that was last <gasps> month. Sorry. Geo's dreaming. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Sorry, look at his little paws doing a little wiggle waggle okay sorry he is i love my baby i hope he's just running through a big old meadow right now full of bacon and french fries i missed him when we were touring anyway um so this last month's theme was grandparents badass grandparents so this is a combo deal love it hi eva christine m and all and all other members of the podcast family from geo to skylar wow oh my god wow this is the first address to skylar what a range for those of you who don't know who skylar is buckle up (laughs) it's our cool friend (laughs) it's a spider that we refuse to let go of apparently then she lives with deb the web (laughs) (laughs) my name is ellie Sheher, and i've been thinking about sending you all this story for literally years whoops Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> I missed the badass grandparents theme last month, but when you asked for love stories for February, I knew my time had come. Aww. So here's a badass grandparent love story from Beyond the Grave. My grandmother is my hero. She essentially raised five amazing human beings on her own and later in life met my grandpa. When he wasn't able to care for himself anymore in his old age, she worked hard to keep him at home until he died. 
Grandpa passed away when I was in high school. My entire family lives all over the country, but we met up in New Jersey to support Graham and say goodbye to Grandpa. See, now you're always making me cry in these recent ones. so sad. It's my own themes, and then I just make myself cry. Next time your theme should be, like, something (laughs) additionally heartbreaking. No! Like... I don't know. I can't yeah, think well, of anything. Yeah, you, you tell me what <laughs> I it don't is. know how to get into the sad element. Okay. Yeah. On the day of the funeral, I heard a scream upstairs. Oh, jeez. I ran up and found Graham sitting on her bed holding her wedding ring. None of us knew this, but she lost the ring a year or so beforehand. She didn't tell anyone because she knew it would only make Grandpa sad, and she wanted <sighs> to spare him any stress. When Graham was getting ready for the funeral, she turned around, and her... <laughs> and her ring was placed in the middle of her dresser. Wow. Ugh. Goose cam. Goose cam. We asked everyone at the house, and no one was upstairs that morning. Graham knows it was her husband giving her back her ring to wear when she said goodbye. He was like, "I fucking know yeah. you lost this." He was like, "Hold on a second. <laughs> that wasn't. I don't know if that was entirely kind of him. He was like, "You son of a gun! Like you're telling me you're gonna act like you didn't lose uh-huh. just to spare this. my feelings." Nuh-uh. Yeah. Well, here I found it. it you was better fucking the wear toilet this. Toilet the whole time. Yeah. Don't you forget it now that I'm gone. <laughs> We asked everyone at the house and no one was upstairs that morning. Graham knows it was her husband giving her back her ring to wear when she said goodbye. She still swears he checks up on her once in a while. I believe it with my whole heart. Short but sweet. Can't wait to meet you both when you come to Maine on my birthday. Oh. Birthday, Ellie. I'm so excited. You don't need to read this out loud. Oh. I just want to make sure. But I like M better. I know, Ellie. I know. I know. But since I lived in Portland, here are some recommendations. Maps Bar, Burger Bar, Rose Foods, and Mackworth Island. Good to know. Okay. And it says the description, so we'll go over this later. Okay, yeah. We'll we'll map it out. All right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, heavy, heavily populated with dogs. Well, that's the priority. Okay, we'll be there. Um, thank you, Ellie. That story gave me some little teary eyes. That was precious. And, and also, I like that your grandpa's calling her out from beyond the grave. So, that's so good. That's so good. It's also so, like, love story, but, like like not sappy like like yeah sweet and like precious sweet and like funny um so this next one is from oh my god i'm gonna have to like put everyone on do not disturb my father decided that this is the moment he wants to tell me all about here (laughs) my dad uh what does he want to tell you about he wants to tell me all about how he built something for super bowl okay wow for super bowl (laughs) great i don't care not right now give me a second um okay uh, anyway that's what my father's currently up to he's like i did something for super bowl I'm like great <laughs> it's january does he mean like for to watch it at his house or like for the no he's he my dad's a, a tinkerer by nature so he probably just patched something together threw something together and i'm sure it's like the coolest thing on earth but but not like for the actual Super Bowl. Game. No, he just he he built it, and now he's going to probably put it on display for Super Bowl. Oh, I thought you meant like they hired him to put something. Together. Oh no, no, he he's a mountain man. He literally it's like lives there's no in way the woods. he doesn't have a cell phone. No, he, he has he has one, a cricket or whatever. They're called. He has a jitterbug. Jitterbug. Uh, no, he uh, yeah, apparently that's what's going on. I'm right just now. teasing. Okay. Um. He also has readers, just so you know, with uh, his bifocals. Don't we all, though? He probably built something for Super Bowl with his readers. Okay. Uh, anyway, this is Leah. Leah uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Leah. Hello, Leah. Um, Leah's uh, subject line is personal story submission. I appreciate the the definiteness the of that. Uh, uh, February's listener's topic. Wow, you're really into it. Intuition made me fall in love at Domino's. <gasps> oh! 
this is a movie waiting to happen. I already love whatever's about I to happen. I do, too. Okay. Um, so, Leah says, y'all ask for love stories and I'd love to tell you mine. Look at Leah. Okay. Oh Goddamn. This isn't true crime, but I feel like it's borderline paranormal. Maybe my guardian angel decided to touch down for once and lead me in the right direction. I like how she says for once. It's like, oh, for once. Mine God. touches down every five goddamn minutes to make sure I'm still breathing. <laughs> Mine uh, must be, right? Like, I don't know how else I'm still alive. And her name is Eva when I'm napping. Yeah, it is true. It is Eva, yeah. Eva has checked me when I'm sleeping to make sure I'm breathing too many times. She literally checks to see if Em's pulse is still there. When I sleep, I look like I'm dead. Like slumped over. Like, I mean, it's not even a joke. Like, completely catatonic, slumped over. Eva, multiple times now, has been like, I wasn't sure. I yeah. wasn't sure. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Leah. When I was 17, I worked at Domino's Pizza in my small town just south of San Antonio. I was most definitely not a popular type, always nerdy, and even though I dated and had friends, I wasn't exactly outgoing. Cut to me working one day, and my hard-ass regional manager walks in and declares he's going to work my shift with me. Fucking great. I did not love working with my overbearing 50-year-old creepy regional manager. We got uh, busy for dinner, and I was at the counter when a gaggle of guys walked in. I like how gaggle's being used for guys this time. Me too. It was fun. Um, I walk in... I, I knew I went to school with all of them, except one who caught me totally off guard. There was this strange instant connection I felt with him, like someone just slapped me across the face with a realization that I had to go. I had to get to know the guy. Oh, my God. Who will call B. Okay. I took the order from one of the other guys in the group and put it under B's name, but B never approached the counter. Hmm. I had to go uh, to help make the orders, but the whole time I schemed about how I could possibly get to know him in such a brief interaction with my regional manager looming over Mm. my shoulder the whole time. I finally decided the best route was to write my phone number on his pizza box. Ooh, look at you. Slick. Mind you, I had never done anything so bold like this in my life because I was not a daring person, so I was sweating and uh, felt I was going to pass out the whole time. My mind was blank as I worked, and the whole thing that kept running through my thoughts was, if you don't do this, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. Whoa. Intense. It's only a little bit of pressure on a (laughs) 17-year-old. It was such a weird thing to think, but it was so overwhelming and consuming that I felt like there was no way that I could deny it. I made a point to keep my manager away while I cut the pizza and slyly wrote down my name and pizza number, or and my phone number. My pizza number is... Uh, M has a very specific pizza every number. number. Whatever, whatever the number is, that's mine. <laughs> uh, well, I wrote my name and phone number on the box and a text me. <gasps> I gave it to him. He smiled and that... He smiled a smile that made me want to die and he left. Oh! I waited all night with no indication that he was going to reach out, and I felt so stupid until about 9 o'clock that night when I got a text saying, This is B. I almost threw away the box without seeing your number. That was pretty awesome. My husband always has been so clueless. So it's our husband. I was like, wait, wait, wait. You are married? Okay. This month, we'll have known each other for exactly 10 years and been married for eight. We have two beautiful boys together and two old dogs named Indiana Jones and Jasmine. And if it hadn't been for some kind of higher power or spiritual intuition, I would have never had this amazing life that we built together, and I would have indeed regretted it. I have a few stories of my, quote, imaginary friend named Abigail who lived in the light of my grandmother's house, but for another day since I have droned on. Y'all are probably on tour now. Yes. (laughs) So I'll wish you all the luck in the world. I bought a ticket for the San Antonio show with a meet and greet, but I'm getting dragged to Florida to see my in-laws during that time. 
So I guess your husband isn't perfect. Yeah. Um, hmm. So consider it a donation to the cause instead. Lots of love, Leah. We do appreciate the ticket purchase, though. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Leah. Wow. I, I, wow. I feel like that happened to me so many times in high school. I was like, that's my soulmate. Right, right, right. I was like such a friggin' teenager. <laughs> did you ever have any um, gut feelings like that? I did. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Let me put on my readers. Um, no, I did. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm weird about talking about things, but um, yeah. Well, we have a podcast. I know. So. <laughs> I know. Well, I did see Blaze and I didn't even know that my friends knew him. But I was like, well, I'm going to talk to that person. And then I was trying to figure out how. And then from behind me, my friend came and was like, oh, this is my friend Blaze. And I was like, that's the guy I was trying to find in the bar. So I did. It was one of those like really lame. Like I saw him across the room and was like, that one. I want that one. That's the one. Um, Yeah. So that was kind of my only as far as with Blaze. And I was on a Tinder date. So like I shouldn't have been. (laughs) Shouldn't have been doing that. But look at me. Always the rebel. Look at you. What can I say? Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure, you know, it'll work in your garden. Um, They have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind? Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast-branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale 
No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Next. Let's see. Number four. Soulmates for... Okay, I'm sorry. I keep taking my glasses off because I think I'm cooler without them. Soulmates per Christine's request by Tatiana. Hello, Christine and Eva and fur babies. My name is Tatiana, she, her, and per Christine's request, I thought I would write in my own paranormal experience with my soulmate. As you guys were probably asking for couples or some romantic love stories, my own take of my soulmate is my sister. See, that's exactly what we meant. So sweet. I love that's it's I am convinced that that's the truth. Oh yeah. That in different lifetimes. I don't there's really no other option in my mind. I agree. <laughs> so we're right. <laughs> so we're right. <laughs> Um, is my sister. That's just sweet. Due to the fact that our souls have always traveled into the same lives together. Aww. I love stories like this. Due to having several past life regressions and conversations with our own spirit guides, we have learned that we have always been sisters in all of our past lives. That's adorable. I learned that my mother was my child in a past life. Hmm. Vice versa. We switched. So same thing of like, haha. I don't know how. I know that my mom and I have always been in the same We've always been in the same lives Isn't together. Isn't that weird how you just, like, know that? Yeah. I don't know how she was related. I think in, in one life we were probably best friends is a gut feeling I have. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. Because these days she's too fucking open with all of her opinions with me. I Correct. think she learned that in a past it. life and she has not broken the habit yet. 
She likes she likes giving me every opinion. Every little detail. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my mom and I both had the same, like, have had similar dreams where we're in Egypt and I'm the child and she's, or no, sorry, Ooh. she's the child and I'm the mom. And we've both had those dreams. Like, before I even knew she had the dreams, I was having them. That's weird. It's really weird. I feel like Deirdre and I are also regularly, regularly in each other's other lives. I'm pretty sure we've killed each other many times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure wow. we're both the reasons that, uh... We moved on to next lives. And now live across <laughs> the country. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. For example, in one of our past lives, we were living in the air when witches became a huge thing. <laughs> okay. We're to... living in the air. In the era. In the era. I was like... Were... We were on brooms. <laughs> I was like, were you a witch? In the era. In this life, my sister was stoned to death due to being accused of practicing witchcraft. At the time, one of our friend's babies was having some health issues, and due to the fact that my sister and I were more spiritually connected, she asked my sister for help in healing her baby. Mm. My sister did what she could to help save the baby, but of course it did not work. Angry, our friend accused her of cursing her child and claimed she was a witch to the rest of the town. Me, terrified of meeting the same fate as her, stayed quiet. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. This life caused her to hold a lot of resentment towards me. Can you blame her? In our current life, which was something we had to work on when we were younger. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> In each of our past lives, we have always been spiritually connected, which is probably why some creepy paranormal stuff happens when we both are around. Main reason we don't live together anymore. Oh, my God. Usually, Can you imagine if you have to, exp like, look, there's too much spooky stuff going on. I need you to move out by the end of the month. I know we're saving on rent, but, like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Usually when a ghost wants to be heard, it'll start by appearing in my dreams and then move on and show itself to my sister. Well, that no. sucks for your sister. She's like, come on. Like, she knows it's coming, at yeah. least. She's like, oh, no. I had a dream. One of our scariest encounters was when a woman showed up in my dream. In this dream, she had me in our own apartment. She had me in our own apartment. As I began to walk into my room, I saw this dead tree right up front of my window. As I stepped into the room, I saw a man hang himself from one of the branches. Terrified, I ran out of the room, and as I turned back, the man was gone. Confused, I walked back into my room, and the same thing happened again. All I saw was his legs swinging back and forth, back and forth, outside my window. I eventually built up the courage and made my way to the window. As I got closer, I began to see this pale woman with a long white dress kneeling on top of the branch the man was hanging from. Her long brown hair was parted down the middle, covering most of her face. Like Samara from The Ring. Honestly, though. As I looked her in the eyes, she gave me this disturbing, evil grin. Then out of nowhere, I was pushed awake. That same morning, my sister, not even knowing what I have just experienced, woke up in sleep paralysis. She said that when she woke up, she noticed her entire body was frozen solid as she laid on her back. She looked over her right shoulder, and a pale woman with a long white dress was kneeling next to her, and she had long brown hair that was parted down the middle. <sighs> and as she began to look in her eyes, she gave her this disturbing evil grin as she slowly reached her hand over my sister's chest and began to hold her down. Oh, my God. This woman bugged us for about a week before we were finally able to make her pass. Oh, God. Can you imagine, like, something clinging to both of you like that? Like, you're both in the same house, and they're like, oh, I can attach myself to both of these people souls i wonder if the, i mean it must then feel like oh i can get twice as powerful yeah in the same like amount of they time they can both see me or like sense me <sighs> yeah all we can do is listen to what these people want us to know and hope that at the end of it we can help them move on sorry for such a long story i have so many of these but tried to pick the shortest one my sister may not be the stereotypical soulmate but without her i wouldn't be the person i am today mm. hopefully our souls continue to move on together because she's honestly the best sister anyone could ask for i mean what else can you expect out of a gemini wow that is not something i added 
I swear it's in the email. <laughs> I believe you. We'll both be at your live tour in DC. And oh, we're nice. Both so excited. Thanks for being awesome, Tatiana. Uh, do me a favor at the DC one, please clap additionally loudly. Yep. yep. Like extra loud than you would at any other show because apparently, uh, like half of my graduating <laughs> class from high school is going to be there. <laughs> my nightmare. Also, my parents are going to be there Talk so about, like waking sleep paralysis like your whole class graduating class <laughs> it's literally the nightmare of like being on stage yeah. and like everyone in your high school graduating class is laughing at you and your pants are down or something it, they just might come off you don't we told you there's a new format to the show we told you you don't know what to expect so um but yeah please make me look really cool because i was not cool in high school and i need them to kind of like wish that they were yeah. still friends with me i'm in that same boat cincinnati so just do it mm. please god help me yeah, I would like them to think I'm very cool now. That'd be super appreciated. Please, okay. pretty please. Can Mo you tell how cool we are? <laughs> Can you tell when we beg to be seen as cool? Um, that's why we started this podcast, actually. <laughs> I was like, Christine, back. you're not cool by far. And she was like, you're not cool either, but maybe we can throw something together. I'm like, you're a little cooler than me. So maybe I can latch on. <laughs> I think that's on. why our friendship works well is because both of us think we're a little cooler than the other. I don't think I'm cooler than you whatsoever. Right. I think oh, you're cooler oh, oh, than oh, me. I see. I was like, okay, we don't think we're smarter than the other. <laughs> because we're not clearly no i think you're cooler than me and i think you think i'm cooler than oh, you for sure even though you're sees. a crazy person okay uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. um the next one this is uh from erica she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns erica got um, a lot of she hers in the room tonight a lot of she hers hanging ooh, out ooh, 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 ooh. so this uh erica's title is valentine's story autopsy edition whoa guys everyone in high school doesn't think i'm cool but yeah. like I, <laughs> let me read stories about uh, autopsy valentine's this day. will work <laughs> <laughs> nothing else did so I, we've stooped it's here it's like our last resort so uh erica says just go straight into it so i volunteered at a morgue in i volunteered at a morgue in lansing michigan for several months during college as one does yes well uh-huh uh, I assisted in many interesting cases during my short time there, but one case in particular stands out. One sunny morning in 2013, then just a doughy-eyed 20-year-old, great, uh, walked into a morgue at Sparrow Hospital in Lansing, Michigan, to hear the autopsy reports for the day. On the docket was an elderly man who had been the unfortunate victim of a car accident the previous night. Mm. Typically, autopsies are only conducted on individuals whose death have been uh, suspicious or of an unknown case. Mm. So why would we autopsy an individual who so obviously died as a result of a car accident? Good question. What about his death was so suspicious to warrant an autopsy? Well, it wasn't the circumstance of his death so much that warranted an autopsy, but of his life. The man on our table had been married to none other than Carol Ann Fugate, America's youngest female serial killer. Ah! So there's a story for you. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even know that person. <clears throat> Carol Ann Fugate. Fugate. How do you spell it? F-U-G-A-T-E. Oh, okay. Cool. F-U-Gate. Okay. Uh, America's youngest female serial killer. Let me tell you a little about her. Oh, Christine, here are your oh, notes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you and do And now, it. for the And That's Why I Drank true crime portion, yeah. <laughs> Erica and I will read this for you. Yay. In 1958, at the age of 15, Carol Ann and the, her then 18-year-old boyfriend, Charles Starkweather, went on a killing spree that would cross several states, beginning Jesus. with Charles murdering Car uh, Carol Ann's mother, <gasps> stepfather, and baby half-sister. Oh, my God. This spree would end up claiming six more lives. August Meyer, I'm sorry, and his dog. <sighs> C. Lauer and Clara Ward, 
I'm sorry, and their dog. Gee, what the fuck is wrong with these so people? So Christina's not going to cover the story. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Meryl Collison, Robert Jensen, and Carol King. They were both eventually arrested for these murders, and Starkweather, being of adult age, was sentenced to death by electrocution. Oof. Carol Ann maintained her innocence in the murders, claiming that she was held hostage by Starkweather oh. throughout the, ki- the killing spree. And to this day, her defense attorney swears by her innocence. Mm-hmm. Despite her defense attorney's best efforts, however, Carol Ann was convicted and sentenced to life in prison, but was released after 17 years of good behavior. After being released, Carol Ann moved to Lansing, Michigan, and lived a quiet life as a janitorial assistant and medical tech at the local hospital. Oh, my God. Eventually remarrying in 2007 at the age of 64 to a man named Frederick Clare. And this is where I come in. Mm. Carol had been had also been in the car when the tragic accident took her husband's life, and he was in and she was in critical condition. We had to conduct an autopsy on her husband, however, for two reasons. One, his wife was an ex-serial killer. <laughs> That's sure. a good one. And two, the report given to us by the police stated that there were pills found on the body implying a poisoning by his wife. As I was undressing the elderly gentleman to prepare him for the autopsy, I discovered the aforementioned pills stuck down the front of his shirt. Oh. As I searched through his pockets, standard procedure, I was not robbing him. Uh, <laughs> that was my first thought, you thief. I found the source of these pills, an empty Tic Tac box. Oh, shut up. Turns out those pills all over Frederick's shirt were actually Tic Tacs that he was likely downing while driving along the highway before losing control of the vehicle. <gasps> Carol Ann had not in fact poisoned him and was, again, innocent. Carol Ann recovered from her injuries, though reports are scarce on her condition. I like to think that Carol was truly innocent all along and was living a quiet, happy, simple life with her new husband, only to have him tragically taken from her in a car accident. Anyways, happy Valentine's Day, Erica. Holy shit. Thank you, kind of, Erica. Holy shit, that is a wild story. It's bananas. It's Tic Tacs. And then you found the Tic Tacs. That's crazy. Thank you you for cracking the code. You found the Tic Tacs. The pills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's really sad, though. Mm. Yeah, it is. Okay, so this last one uh, that we have... <laughs> Our last story. All right, so this is from Molly, and it's called A Haunted House Sensitive Nephew and One Personal Story. Mm. Yay. Hello, Eva, Christine, M, Geo, and Junie. I absolutely love your podcast to the point that I have about 10 podcasts in my list to listen to, but instead I am re-listening to yours from the beginning instead of catching Aww, up on the others. Thank you. Oh, that means a lot. Let's crack into it. First, there were a lot of marriages and divorces in my family. Amen. Same. Oh, I thought we were going to both say same. Oh, Amen. Mood. Oh, oh, damn. Next time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so close, though. Da-da-da. Uh, Hence me having eight siblings but being an only child. This sounds very familiar, huh? Wait, I do have eight siblings and I'm an only child. I'm telling you. Wait, did I write this? Did you email me? Stop emailing me, you weirdo. I keep telling you about me, hoping maybe we can, like, start the friendship (laughs) over. (laughs) Uh, Soulmates. I will try to keep things simple for you to follow. Thank you. You know us very well. My sibling's mother lives in a haunted house. Actually, the whole cul-de-sac is haunted. I always thought I wasn't comfortable there because anxiety, but it wasn't just that. There have been many things that have happened in the house. There have been phantom smells of cigarette smoke and old lady perfume. Classic. Huh. If you sleep with your head on the side of the house, you will have nightmares. Your head on the side of the house? <laughs> yeah, I would have like nightmares if you, too. If you fall asleep standing up outside <laughs> against the home? Then you're in a nightmare. Um, it says, sorry, if you sleep with your head on one side of the house. I, I mean, sure. But your body's in the other side of the house. <laughs> 
Maybe. I hope that's what she means. I hope it's funny. My sister and niece lived there for a bit, and my niece was always screaming. Yeah, because her head was... <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because your head was upstairs. If you sleep with you... Okay. My sister and niece lived there for a bit, and my niece was always screaming and crying in her room. But as soon as we would take her out, she would be calmer. Other than that room, she was a very happy baby. My sister's cats were also super freaked out all the time. There was one time that I saw one of them walking in the hallway and then stop abruptly and then jump back a couple of times and then run the other way. Afterwards, I looked I looked at one of my sisters with a dumbfounded look on my face, and she asked if I thought that looked like it was jumping away, like someone was grabbing at them. It totally looked like that. There are orbs and photos all the time, inside, outside, still, moving, doesn't matter. They are fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. The only experience that I had that I will never forget happened when I was about 10. My 13-year-old sister and I were in the basement playing Barbies when her mom went to the store to get groceries, which was a whole big thing. Hashtag shopaholic and hoarder. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Which is why it was strange when 15 minutes later, we heard the garage door open and footsteps upstairs. Oh. We went upstairs to see what was going on, only to find no one home. We then looked in the garage and it was closed. We definitely heard the garage door open, the door to inside the house open, and then footsteps. Someone should have been there. Mm-mm. That was the first time we experienced this, but it wasn't my sister's last, and my other siblings frequently heard footsteps on the stairs with no one going up or down. No, thank you. I hate that. There's a house across the street that, can keep, that can't keep that can a ho- homeowner for more than a year. That's not a good sign. Talking with neighbors, they all have strange things that happen, but this particular house is extra haunted. Gross. Now on to my nephew and his connection to this house. The nephew is about six years old now and has always been sensitive to the supernatural. Okay. Every house he has lived in, he has talked about these other children that are around. (gasps) Oh, my God. No house is safe, apparently. (laughs) Are they seeking him out because they know he can see them and will play with them? I have no idea, but it's more than imaginary friends. Anyway, at the haunted house that my siblings somehow grew up and survived in, all of the nieces and nephews were outside playing when he went to his mother upset and wanted her to help him. He told her, she won't leave me alone. I told her I don't want to play with her, but she won't leave me alone. Ugh. My sister asked who he was talking about, and he said Caitlin, which happens to be my oldest niece's name. Uh, okay. My sister was confused because Caitlin was playing nicely by herself. She's a couple older than the other kids. My sister asked him what he meant since she was sitting to the side and hasn't talked to him for a while. That's when he said, no, not that Caitlin, the one who lives on the roof. (laughs) (laughs) He has talked about her a couple more times since then, and apparently she is real needy. She's real needy. Yikes. (laughs) I hate that. Apparently she is real needy and he doesn't like her, but she told him that the other kids can't see her, so he is her only friend. You know, no biggie. Once my sibling's brother moved out, things calmed down, but now that he's back around more often, things have amped back up. He's an angry person, so I think he feeds the presence in the house. Mm. Thanks for taking the time to read my story. I lived in a different house that was haunted, but I only have stories from others since we moved out when I was two, so I don't remember. Ugh. Keep things spooky. I love it, Molly. Great. Thank you, Molly. There's a P. <laughs> M hates you now. <laughs> Ew. There's a P.S. Okay. This next part you don't have to read on the podcast, but I will anyway, I guess. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to hear about how your podcast kind of helped me find the love of my life. Aww. So sweet. My partner, Heather, they, them, and I have known each other for four years before we started dating. We kind of worked together and were casual friends. Then one day I asked friends on Facebook for recommendations for podcasts. Heather recommended yours. I was immediately hooked. 
Anyway, I would text them often about different episodes and how much I loved it. We ended up going to our local Pride event that year and started hanging out more and more. It got to the point that we were hanging out all weekend and every weekend. Then we added a couple of times during the week. We were basically dating, but they were my best friend and I fought it because I didn't want to lose that. Then we went to see you live in Detroit, which I that was a fun show. Yeah. That night, we stayed up till 4 a.m. drinking and talking, which was a common occurrence. We had our own beds, and as we were falling asleep, they told me they were cold and that I needed to go to their bed. Okay. I was drinking, so in my, in my mind, it was totally reasonable. Uh-huh. And they didn't just want an excuse to cuddle, which is totally what they were doing. Well, I enjoyed it more than I wanted to admit. After that, something changed. We were just both ignoring the tension between us. During this time, I realized I was probably in love with them. They were my home and comfort when I was struggling. Needless to say, about a month after we saw you live, we were together, and I couldn't ma- imagine my life without them. Oh, I'm sure we would have gotten together eventually, but I like to think that you helped us along the way, so thank you. I like to think that, too. Me, too. That Give us the credit. Give us all the credit. Wow, congratulations on your, on your <sighs> blossoming love. I found an amazing, beautiful, and wonderful person who happens to be the love of my life, and you and your podcast helped more than once. So sweet. I am sorry this is basically a novel, but I needed to thank you. You are a welcome, oh, uh, Molly. Molly, thank you. That's so sweet. That is a soulmate story. So sweet. Oh, so sweet. Oh, look, just like little, look at his little head. Everything's so sweet. Little. Oh, sorry, I'm stretching. I thought you were t- trying to tickle my armpit. I was like, I was. I was like, we're not that close, Molly. No, no. <laughs> it's like me and Allison aren't that close. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone who sent in your stories. Thank you. Um. Talk about, like, the next theme should be, like, things about how great we are and how much we helped you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just Let kidding. Let that be the theme where you, we just, you just say nice things to I'm us. I'm just kidding. Um, the theme should be if you went to high school with me. Oh, God, no. Say nice things about me. Oh, God, no. Cause, Can oh you God. tell I'm a Gemini? No? No? Okay. Um, I'm like that, like, creepy little poultry guy who lives on the roof. I'm just needy. Hey, I know. Ew. <laughs> not that caitlin that caitlin that caitlin how come every ghost has to be needy why can't there just be a ghost that's like chill as hell like probably is that's walter he's like please leave me alone (laughs) like i live on the roof because i don't want to be near you right not because i always just want to like find you maybe that should be the theme like chill as fuck ghosts oh that's a good idea my theme this time guys okay 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 and then next time can i put this one down in the in the annals so that we have it for next time yeah um uh past life stories Oh, okay. I like that. So yours, either ors. So oh, either or, or we could do yours first and then yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. Just send, if you have either of those, send them in. Yeah, ghosts um, that are just fucking dope, and like you're chill like chill ghosts. We hope you always are in our house because you're so damn cool. You're so cool. We and love... he know maybe like he, she, or they know they're cool too. Oh yeah, they're like, like a crack open a nice cold Bud Light. A ghost that knows they're a homie. If you've got a story like that, I, I love it. Hear it. And also, if you have a past life story, I guess yes. <laughs> Maybe if the ghost that is the homie is you in a future life talking to its past it's life. Actually, only that. Okay. We're never going to have an episode next month. Totally okay. <laughs> uh, I hope everyone has a great February. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Feb- Day. Ruary. We're going to be in Sacramento on Valentine's Day. Yes, we are. How romantic. Christine's my little Valentine. Yay. Yay. All and right. so will everyone there. I know. You guys are all our Valentines. And we love you, and we can't wait to see you. Buy tickets to our shows. Please. And that's why we drink. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more.
Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.